Hey, Barbara, what's your inner monologue telling you this week? Holy moly, it is just going over and over with the theme tune to Baby Shark. That's all I'm doing. Hello and welcome to Inner Momologue. I'm Moretta Ryan. I'm Carmel Rubison. And I'm Barbara Davidson. So this week on the pod, we're going to be talking about picky eaters. But before we get to that, ladies, I need your help. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. So something's been going on and I need, I need like a revenge plan. (laughs) Oh, I love revenge. Let's do this. Anyway, carry on. All right. (laughs) As you were. (laughs) Barbara's getting super excited to lay the smack down on somebody. So... So, um, my husband has been doing this really weird thing lately that has just been amusing the hell out of him and it's starting to annoy the hell out of me. You know so much. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So, so what's been happening is, um, you know, I will go to, it started out by me going to use the restroom in my house. Okay. And by the time I came out, he would very stealthily have put one of my son's tiny little chairs in front of the, the the bathroom door with a either Tickle Me Elmo or a monkey or this really creepy baby um, <laughs> <laughs> sitting in the chair. And so I'll open the door and I'll see these 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 this character and you know my first my first reaction is just bah <laughs> So he did it once and he laughed. He had a a good old laugh at my reaction. And I just, Mm -hmm. I never thought of it again. And, you know, a day or two later, I, I, you know, I'm, I'm in the upstairs washroom this time. And somehow he stealthily brings up that stupid chair and puts one of those dumbass characters in the chair. And again, I open the bathroom door and I'm like, and I can hear him cackling from downstairs. (laughs) <laughs> and and yeah but the thing is he doesn't do it every single time okay, okay. so i forget right oh. cuz if it was every single time i would know it was coming you know and i, I wouldn't have that reaction but because yep. he'll wait like you know a couple days in between he gets this repeated reaction and he just thinks it's hilarious and he's recently escalated okay so the other day i come out of the of the bathroom And instead of one chair with one of those stupid characters, he's brought three chairs. (laughs) And this is upstairs. So he's brought three chairs and three characters up up the stairs, placed them in front of the bathroom door without me hearing this, okay? So I open the door and there's Tickle Me Elmo, a creepy baby and a monkey all looking at me. And it's really, it's, it's, it's alarming. Okay. And then all of a sudden they start showing up in other places. I open a drawer in my room to get some pants. (laughs) Elmo's there just staring up at me with these glassy eyes. I throw, I throw back the covers to get into bed. The monkey's there. (sighs) Oh gosh. See what the problem here is. I find it genius. <laughs> and the fact that he's 
left time in between. <laughs> so it's still getting that reaction. No, hands down. That, I'm sorry. I'm on his side. Oh, also- God damn it. Oh, my goodness. He is definitely oh. playing the long game oh. here because this Good. has been going on for weeks. Oh. And I've – weeks, and I'm not even joking – <laughs> I, I I started taking photos of whatever he was he was surprising me with. So I've got like this a collage of photos that. <laughs> that oh, this, you're gonna have to send some of those through. Oh yeah, you know what? I'll I'll post them yeah. on our Insta. Um, yeah. Because yeah, you like you'll see this creepy baby and you'll be like, yeah, I'd I'd be scared of it too. <laughs> Still genius. Fortunately, oh, I applaud him. <laughs> fortunately, he's never done this at night. Okay. Oh, I think that would be very alarming. But um, mm. there was this there was this one day a couple of days ago where I opened the drawer and I I found uh, I, it was it was the monkey I think, and you know <laughs> I I kind of I kind of jumped and yelled again, and I hear him downstairs going going what what's wrong, hun? You okay? And I sh- and <laughs> he comes to the bottom of the stairs and I basically just chuck the monkey at him and he goes oh I put that there days ago. <laughs> <laughs> My mom and I used to do something very similar to each other. We had this plastic spider and oh. and we'd keep planting it on each other. But we'd what we'd do is we'd scare the crap out of the other one and then, you know, whoever was on the reciprocating end of the, the small heart attack would keep hold of the spider and you'd keep hold of it sometimes for months before Ooh. it would go back out again. But the problem with that was like, you'd put it in a drawer or something so you knew where it was, but you'd forget it was there and you'd open the drawer. You'd give yourself a heart attack oh. and then you'd have to go and hide it. <laughs> this spider hung around for years and it was just a black plastic spider with a little bit of blue tack on the back of it. <laughs> oh, dear. Did you ever consider like painting the the back of the spider like you know just to change it up and freak somebody out like you know a little red mark so it looked like a red back no I probably should have um I no no <laughs> well you know what it didn't it, to be honest it doesn't sound like you needed it it sounds like it was a pretty no. continuous mm. yeah a continuous joke you said it lasted over a couple of years yeah <laughs> oh my god Oh, are you telling me that Elmo is going to show up in my in my closet and under I my really, bed? I really, really hope so for my entertainment. <sighs> oh my God. And the problem is, is we can't even talk about what revenge we want to give him because You'll he listen. helps produce our podcast. Oh no! You know what? I I feel like if you were to give me some sort of like revenge idea, oh. then a lot of it would be that psychological effect of when is it going to happen? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And yeah. you know what? If anybody uh, that's listening has an idea of how I can get back at my husband, uh, don't email because he has access to the email. Um, you know, send a DM through one of our social media. Um, so Facebook, yeah. Twitter, Insta. Um, you know, he doesn't have access to those. So yeah, if, if you we come up with that. anything creative – that I can use as a little revenge plan to get back at that freaking Elmo chair guy. You always send him a bag of dicks. (laughs) (laughs) 25 American dollars? My God. How would that come up in your bank statement? (laughs) He'd be looking at it like, what? (laughs) 
I can get emails from them and giggle every time I open them. <laughs> I'd, you know what? If if I was to if I was to do something like that, I would <laughs> I would actually probably buy like a silicon mold and just make a bunch of melted chocolate ones. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Yeah, yeah, completely fair. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Melt in your mouth. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and <great>. scene um <laughs> yeah. so that um that that bizarre note is probably a very appropriate place to end this <laughs> so we'll take a break here and we'll be back in just a minute uh, where we're talking about picky eaters Welcome back to Inner Momologue. So we're talking about picky eaters today. Um, so as any parent knows, uh, it's normal for a kid at some point or for a very long time um, mm -hmm. to be a fussy eater. Um, so to not like, you know, the, the the taste or the the color or the texture or, you know, the shape <laughs> of, of a particular food, a smell. Um, but yeah. Oh, and it's also normal. For some, for some kids to love something one day and then think it's just absolutely yeah. like the worst thing in the world the next day. Um, yeah. Also to refuse new foods, to eat more or less from day to day. Really, there is absolutely no telling what a kid is going to eat from one day to the next. It's just a crapshoot. Um, <laughs> and I mean, it's, it's all part of a kid's development. It's their way of exploring their environment and you know, in many ways, asserting their, their independence. Yes. Yeah. Hmm. Um, you know, their appetites go up and down too, which I, which I understand. And they're, they're growing and active and, and all that. But, you know, the, the fact still remains, what the heck can we as parents do about it? How do we, how do we react to it? How can we support these random and unexpected changes. Uh, but let's, let's first start with like, what kind of experiences have you guys had with picky eaters? Um, cause Carmel, you've got an 11 year old. Uh, now I understand that it's not so much what the food is, but what it's touching. What it's coveting. Ooh. So it's not necessarily the touching. It's that if I was to take his three favorite vegetables, for example, and then put it with a sauce, he didn't Hold on, know, hold like, on, hold on. You lost me at three favorite vegetables. <laughs> this is one thing I want to do. Wow. If there's one that they go, I love this vegetable, you ride that vegetable for the next six months. <laughs> <laughs> it was a phase that we went through where every single meal had broccoli, baby corns and beans because that was all he can eat. Now, let me tell you, it is not easy to buy fresh baby corn <laughs> anywhere. <laughs> anywhere. There is like one supermarket in my area that currently has it and it's like little coals and they, they sometimes it's this one and sometimes it's that one. Oh. Anyway, but if I was to put all of those in a casserole, wouldn't touch it. Oh, yeah. So I've always, I mean, and, and it's funny after, you know, reading a couple of different articles, maybe it's not the way I was supposed to go, but I've really taken that on board of, okay, he will eat meat. Mm -hmm. It's not fussy about what the meat is. Okay. He could be fussy about whether or not it's in a sauce or, you know, 
fancied up a little bit, but he will eat meat and he will eat these three particular vegetables at this point in time, or he will, you know, he like he cucumber. Like seriously, if I put cucumber in everything, he'd he'd happily eat that. Not green capsicum. Um, <laughs> That's going to be a running joke capsicum. for the rest of the year, by the way. See, yeah, and see it. Yep, yep. Green capsicum. That, but that's the thing, right? Like, because I understand that I really, really enjoy this particular type of vegetable, but I don't enjoy another type of vegetable. So I have my own taste. So therefore he's allowed to have his own taste. Totally. Yeah, that's fair. Right? Yeah. So I just ride with what he's eating. But as as he's getting older, slowly we've been able to reintroduce different things into his diet. Um there's now a couple of different types of pasta sauces that I can make. It was, you know, my original, you know, nonna's version of, you know, a, a bolognese type get up. And I would, when he was little, I would grate zucchini and carrot in just to make sure he was getting that little bit of extra, you know, nutrients in there, even though it's complete mush by the time it makes it to the table. But That's- now I put it in, he knows it's, it goes in there because he knows the flavor is happy with the flavor. Mm-hmm. Another thing that um, has helped to reintroduce other things into his food is to introduce him into the kitchen a lot more and get him to assist in the cooking. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. However, this all works in my kitchen. Eating at other people's houses is a nightmare. Mm. Oh, that's interesting. Mm. And, it, and I don't know if it's like a trust thing of I don't know, you know, I don't know who you are, why you've cooked this or whatever. There's, you know, three or four different things he may eat at grandma's house that grandma cooks. There's three or four things that nanny cooks that he may eat there. But certain houses, if unless it's, you know, you, you have to almost go here, here is a piece of meat. This is a steak. You can see this. I haven't touched it. It's just a piece of steak. You will eat this. Here is mm. chips. I know you'll touch chips. And that's when we have to get really separated with the food because once those extra flavors come in he's like no I'm not touching it it's like I I don't know what's in it I'm scared you know what that's that's Mm. interesting because you know you think about like going to a a restaurant that serves you know foreign food you know like like Mm -hmm. you go to an Italian restaurant where they have like oh god I'm I don't even want to pronounce or attempt to pronounce (laughs) you know some of these Italian dishes but Mm -hmm. like I'm not going to order it unless I know what's in it yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I can I can makes totally sense. understand that aversion. Yeah. Yeah. It does make sense. Yeah. And especially when mm. you're comfortable with mom's cooking, you know? Yeah. Like it, it sure. is it is a trust issue. It's 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 hard, yeah. you know? You're you're used to it being a certain way and, you know, let's say barbecue chicken. Mom makes awesome barbecue chicken, but then you go over to this person's house and mm-hmm. they put something different on it and it's still barbecue yeah. chicken, but it doesn't taste quite the same. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm just not going to touch it. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. What about you, Barbara? Yeah. It's an interesting one because I, myself, I'm a really picky eater. <laughs> 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 um, as we know from the capsicum gate um, a couple of weeks back. Um, so yeah, I mean, when, when I was like really young, um, my mom actually took me to the doctor when I was about three or four, just before school, because all I would eat, all I would eat was strawberry jam sandwiches. All I would eat, would not eat anything else. <laughs> um and when we say strawberry jam sandwich the strawberry jam can't have bits in it 
It had to be. Mm. Oh, so it's like a jelly, not a jam. Really. Oh, how good is it though? Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I couldn't have bits in it. Um, so she took me to the doctor because obviously um, I wasn't eating any kind of protein. I just wasn't eating anything. This went on for about a year, and the doctor said, "So long as she's eating, mm, like, yeah, so long as she's eating." Did that before, um, you know, and it's it's fed as best as we as we all know for a variety of different things, and. Um, I mean, I think from that it stemmed and I am quite a picky eater. Like I'm, I like what I like and I don't like varying off that kind of path. And my big thing, it's it's so ridiculous. And I get completely slated from my partner all the time for this and even my parents and everyone. Um, I, I still can't have food that has bits in it. Like, so for example, yogurt. I can't have yogurt with fruit in it. It has to just be like you know flavored yogurt is fine but it just can't have any bit nothing can have bits in it orange juice pulp free like I'm just that person so when I fell pregnant I was very very aware and you know you hear things about you know kids are picking I was like gosh my kid has no chance like I, <laughs> I can't even have orange juice that has bits in it what is gonna happen so um my partner actually he he's great he eats everything so I was like oh well that's good because at least hopefully she'll be able to to kind of see him eating everything and, and might might work off that. So I've always been very aware from the day she was born that I don't want to ever mention that I'm picky in front of her. I don't want to ever have, like, I don't want to just buy yogurt that doesn't have any bits in her. Just to, you know, I just didn't want that to happen. So um, <laughs> and I know that this can't be hereditary, hereditary but she does not have bits in any of her food so she's not really a picky eater she's really not like she will eat we we all eat at the table together which I think is a really really important thing too like we don't have separate dinners because we found that you know there was a couple of times that we'd be working late we'd come back we just we'd have a couple of hours until we were eating so we'd just give her something you know heated up that we'd made like the night before like mac and cheese or whatever and she'd, she'd eat bits, but not much, and or she wouldn't eat anything. And we find that really eating together was it was a really important part of her being able to eat everything that was on her plate. But she does not eat thick. As soon as she's eaten her mashed potato that we might have hidden that tiny little bit of blended spinach or broccoli or anything, as soon as she gets to that bit, she'll go, oh, okay, nobody can see me. It's a podcast, but she'll... <laughs> she'll take- yeah. <laughs> she'll take the um, the fork out of her mouth the tongue goes out the facial expression changes to like very disappointed um you know I can't <laughs> believe you've done this to me and she will refuse to eat anything else that's on the plate and that's that's her done so we can't even have like te- I don't know if it's a texture it's just yeah maybe because it's she's used to having that mashed potato and then all of a sudden there's something different in it and mm. but it's weird because that's exactly what I was like yeah it's, it's it's just bizarre so you know I'm very aware of how how yeah very aware of how that is yeah yeah it's a bit like I mean I again like I feel like every week I have something that I get a pure rage from you know <laughs> snakes or green capsicum and, and bits bits in food are also my my nemesis really um and I know it's ridiculous and there's no there's no rhyme no reason as to why and I think it genuinely is because it's something must have happened when I was younger that I've just now got this like irrational like (laughs) yeah some sort of traumatic experience traumatic experience but you know what it's it's and the other thing is I can't eat chicken off a bone 
And I know that's even really more ridiculous. I'll eat steak off, like ribs and stuff, chicken off a bone. Again, there must have been something. And I think there's that association, right? Because if like my daughter, I'm so nervous that she's going to become like me when it comes to not eating bits and being, you know, 30 plus. (laughs) But you know what? You've survived this this time. I know, right? And that's the thing. And I think... I think one of the important things is, and, and we get told this as, as moms when we're, you know, as soon as we have the baby, it's like on the breast, on the breast, breastfeed, breastfeed. And it's like, well, you know, for whatever reason, maybe you can't, maybe you don't want to. And that's okay. So long as your child is fed, yeah. so long as they are eating yeah. something and they're full, like my daughter will tell me when, or she won't tell me because she's two, but she'll, she'll make it very apparent that she's hungry. She'll walk over to the drawer that she knows um her snacks are in or she'll walk over to the fruit bowl and she'll be like nana you know she'll tell me when she's hungry and 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 yeah she's fed she's happy isn't that what we're here to do make sure our children are fed absolutely yep you know what I totally agree with you on this my my four going on 16 year old um he's been incredibly picky (laughs) for a while um Mm. you know it's everything from flavors to textures to smell um, mm-hmm. And sometimes he won't even try food before he dismisses it. His his reasoning is, um, you know, I'll I'll say, you know what, why don't you just just give it a try, one little bite. Yeah. If you don't like it, that's fine. You can put it back. I'm not going to make you eat it. But he goes, no, no, mommy, my body is telling me I don't like it. Oh, like, okay. but like you haven't would say. Yeah. tried it. Got that to look forward to. Great. Yeah, but look, I I try not to stress too much about it. Like you said, as long as he's not eating, you know, like sugary garbage all the time. I, yeah. Like I'm happy to be flexible. It doesn't hurt me any if mm-hmm. if all he wants for dinner is like a a, a Vegemite sandwich or a bowl yeah. of Nutrigrain cereal, which are our yeah. favorites at the moment. Nutrigrain, I'm actually totally fine with. It's it's yes, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And like it could be worse, you know. He yeah. could he could want gummy worms and. <laughs> Yeah. I don't know, chocolate chip muffins. Um, oh. Wouldn't we all? Yeah, yeah, wouldn't we all? Um, <laughs> Great dinner solution. Yeah. Look, I, I think I've just, I've decided that I'm not going to cook multiple meals. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That's my thing. Fair. I'll cook yeah. a main meal for hubby and me. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I have to cook something separately for baby Jay because, you know, he's just learning how to what eat. So, Completely you know, fair. Yep. barbecued chicken is kind of not on the menu for him at the moment. <laughs> Um, but like, I'm happy to throw together a sandwich or a bowl of cereal if it means his, his tummy's full. Yeah. He used to yeah. actually have a, a pretty good palate before, um, his chemotherapy. So I'm wondering how much the chemo like affected his appetite because mm-hmm. during his treatment, he was on steroids at, at two different times and he ate like a freaking horse. Mm-hmm. There wow. were, there was one day where no joke, I, I made him two scrambled eggs and he asked for more. So I made him two more. Wow. And then I made mm-hmm. him two more. And in total, for breakfast, he had eight scrambled eggs. Whoa! Jeez. And he was like wow. three at the time. So yeah. I, I can barely eat, you know, I, I would probably be Whoa. pressed to eat three. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a lot of food. Yeah. yeah. But he clearly needed one to, like. Exactly. The, yeah, exactly right. Yeah, yeah. steroids just yeah, make that's... you ravenous. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I, I found that. I, I tried a few strategies and a couple of them worked and a couple of them, um, in theory, they should have worked, but they didn't. So mm-hmm. I'm, I try to involve him to a, a, a lower degree in meal planning. 
Um, yep. you know, giving them options like, you know, tonight we can either have pasta or we can have chicken. Mm -hmm. Those are your yeah, two options. Yeah. That That is what yeah. I am willing to do. <laughs> mm -hmm. If you go yeah. outside of that, I will not guarantee that I will agree. Um, yeah. Oh, I want McDonald's. Nope. <laughs> it comes with the chicken. I get, I get where he's yeah, going with yeah. that, right? <laughs> um, he likes to come grocery shopping with me, which is actually right. kind of cool. But, oh my God. Um, if ever you feel like you need to go on a diet, bring bring my kid with you. Um, because, you know, at various points at <laughs> the shop, he'll go, mommy, we have enough food. Mommy, this is enough. Too much. Let's go. <laughs> that is the best way. If mom, I'm bored, I'm done now. Take me home. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> God. Um, Wow. But um, what I what I tried, you know, when we were in some like really heavy lockdowns in, in 2020 is I tried engaging him in the veggie garden because I thought, you know, oh, if he grows the carrots, mm -hmm. he might eat the carrots. Um, he was more interested in, in watering the carrots and watching them grow than actually eating them. Um, mm -hmm. But, you know, it was it was uh, it was a try. It was it was worth worth a try. Right. Yeah. But um, yeah, I don't know. I, I think that, you know, currently the most effective strategies are just not stressing out, you know, it, yeah. offer, offer him new foods. If he doesn't eat them, that's fine. He can have his sandwich or Nutrigrain. And because I like, I don't want to make dinner or any mealtime unpleasant because I think that mm -hmm. would damage what I'm trying to do. Yeah, you know, it it would make it would make him almost dread mealtime, if mm -hmm. that makes any sense. You, that, you know, if it's just a battle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. But yeah. um, I I don't know. I kind of think that sneaking sneaking healthy stuff into food is kind of fun. Um, mm, do you guys have yeah. any other like little secrets? Um, you know, to to sneak food in because I've actually got a really clever one. Oh, let's let's go with your one first. Okay, for okay, sure. because it is something that the whole family can enjoy. Oh. This right here is a chocolate brownie. Um, as we know, Barbara has a spectacular recipe for it. Do you know what chocolate masks? Almost everything. Oh, there we go. This brownie has an avocado in it. Yum. A whole pureed oh. avocado. I'm pretty sure that I could actually have put two pureed avocados in the in the recipe and it wouldn't have made a difference but it makes yeah. the brownies so deliciously fudgy Ooh. it is amazing and Yum. i mean you know if you're gonna have if you're gonna give your kid like a little treat here and there you know like oh after school you know welcome home eh, you can have a little brownie that's fine and you kind of know in your head like haha i'm sneaking some avocado in there <laughs> Yeah, I used yeah. to do that with with hamburgers. I used to not avocado because I, it's banned in my house. <laughs> it's funny you mentioned two things that are banned in my house: avocados <laughs> and Vegemite. Anyway, um, I would do things like chop up mushrooms really, really fine, and put mushrooms into my hamburgers. So hamburgers mm. are a really good one for putting things finely chopped into. That's yeah. a good yeah. idea. Yeah. yeah, you can get anything into that. We, um, so my daughter is definitely, she's obsessed as you know, most kids and probably a lot of adults are mm. with ice cream and smoothies. She loves, girl loves oh, a smoothie. Um, so we got, um, you don't necessarily need to get this. I don't know why we got the, the Nutribullet, but we got the Nutribullet and literally 
whenever she's having a tantrum, she just wants ice cream and she she will demand ice cream. She's she's very stubborn and strong willed. Where did um, she get that from? I have no idea. Her dad, clearly. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah, we, so what I do is I just shove some ice into my Nutribullet, um, usually a banana, but then whatever other things that I can find. So like, um, you know, it could be like blueberries and it could be, it could be like certain like veggies. It could be avocado, unfortunately for you, caramel, whatever it is, but having, <laughs> making it like with like blueberries or something. So she sees the pink and she associates the color kind of pinky, ready with, with pink milkshake. And she, oh, girl loves her pink milkshake. So whenever we do that, she will drink the whole thing. Like she will just, and it's done. Done. And sometimes you can freeze them as well. Put them into the freezer. So it's like an ice block. And then she'll happily just sit there and we're like, we tricked you. Although I'll tell you a little side tangent. (laughs) You can't always trick your children with with food, even if they're picky. Because so, um, Miss Little C, she decided um, that, she, as I've just said, she loves her ice cream. Absolutely loves her ice cream. Um, but she, she wanted it for dinner. And we we're like, you can't have ice cream for dinner. You have to have your dinner first. Okay. Now, not having any of it, you know, the, the negotiation skills you have with a two year old. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we we're like, okay, well, what we might do is we've, we've made mashed potato, right? We've got mashed potato that uh, is going with our dinner. So we'll just put that into a bowl for her. She might just eat that and then we can give her up like a little treat afterwards. Anyway, so she was excited. She calls ice cream Yaya. Gave her the mashed potato. She was so excited. She <laughs> skipped happily to her little table that she got set up with her, with her mashed potato in her bowl, sat down. We kind of didn't realize that she thought we'd given her ice cream. Um, sat down, got her fork into the mashed potato, put her mashed potato in her mouth spat it out oh did we get a look and then she <laughs> screamed she was oh, like oh no yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> she honestly looked at us like we had just you know ripped the head off of all of her teddy bears like she was so angry with us she was like you bastards I cannot believe evil parents have just done that to me I thought that was ice cream <laughs> So yeah, unfortunately, even for picky ears, doesn't work all the time. That's you know what? That's that's fair, but it's it's also an honest mistake. You know, it's it's not like you were trying to trick her into thinking it was ice cream. Yeah, she, if she if she's gonna be you know silly enough to think mashed potatoes ice cream, then you kind of deserve to. Have that. There's nothing there's nothing worse though, right? Than putting something into your mouth and you think it's something else. Like it's true. So upsetting but yeah she was devastated do you know what i found is another way yeah to get good things in crumbing stuff oh yum oh popcorn cauliflower loves popcorn cauliflower so you make them into little florets and then crumb them and then fry them that way oh loves that and he loves crumb zucchini as well so if you thinly slice the zucchini and then crumb that and fry that always a winner so crumbing things. That's a great tip. Yeah. Popcorn cauliflower though, winner. Always a winner. Nice. Because it's fun yeah. as well. Yeah. It's a pain in the ass for us to make, but they mm. love it. Mm. That's yeah, cool. Fun. I'm I'm definitely gonna give that a try. Yeah. Anything yep. to get anything to get veggies in this kid. Oh my god. Oh. Well <laughs> You'll um, get there. Yeah, eventually. <laughs> um so look in in my deep dive in the in on the internet, um, I came across a handful of tips and tricks 
for our picky eaters, not necessarily to solve the problem, but just to make mealtime a little bit more pleasant. Um, mm-hmm. So I'll I'll go through a few of them and I'll I'll collate them and and put them in a in a pretty little picture on on Insta. Um, but the first one is one of the ones that um, Barbara mentioned is that e- eating dinner together. Mm. So, um, yeah, so it, yeah. it means no distractions, like no TV, no, no phones at mealtime, et cetera. Um, it's mm-hmm. just you and your family modeling healthy eating behavior. Um, yeah. and, um, one of the things that I found really interesting, I was actually talking to a sleep consultant, um, not too long ago. I'm actually hoping to get her on the podcast, uh, eventually cause she's brilliant, but, um, she was telling us that the families who eat dinner together generally have higher achieving children academically. Wow. Really? Yes. Why is and, that? Um, you know what? I'm going to have to ask her about that because okay. there is actually, there's peer-reviewed research that wow. that supports that statement so um yeah i'm gonna have to i'm gonna have to get back to you on the details and Ooh. you know I'll, I'll i'll ask her hopefully if i can get her on the pod but um yeah so that's that's in and of itself is mm-hmm. a great uh, that makes sense though that's probably where my son and i have the best conversations yeah. because we have a massive tech ban at the table we sit down and we talk to each other and that is the yeah. rule yeah so we probably have some of the most in-depth conversations he found out where babies came from that and that way. Oh, there you go. Over dinner. Over dinner. <laughs> he didn't feel like finishing, but we yeah. over dinner. <laughs> but, <laughs> those are the conversations that we have, like honest conversations. And that seems to be the one place he asks all the questions. Anyway, that's sorry, keep awesome. Going. No, but that's that's yeah. probably yeah, that's probably one a of the huge reasons. part of it. It's a safe yeah. zone, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. It is. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um, another one is, uh, not bribing kids with treats because then this can, uh, this makes the prize food even more exciting and the food that you want them to try, uh, becomes an unpleasant chore. Ah, okay. Yep. Makes sense. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it's like, you know, I'm, I'm forcing you to do something unpleasant because you get a reward afterwards. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, it just takes away from the happy time that should be dinner. You are still not yeah. getting dessert if you don't eat your dinner, though. Oh, that's fair. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, I I tend to offer dessert, but it's fruit. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. yeah. You can have you can have like a good dessert if mm. you you know try the other stuff, but I'll let you have fruit. <laughs> <laughs> um, another one is um, I call this one the sous chef. Um, so let your child participate in the cooking process where it's appropriate. Yep. Um, so obviously giving them, you know, age appropriate tasks, and this could be something like breaking eggs or, um, mm-hmm. you know, measuring, pouring, mixing, yep. you know, mm-hmm. yep. the, the basics, even for little kids. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, so it, not only is it a great way to encourage them to eat new foods, but it's also another really awesome bonding experience. Yeah. Um, and, uh, another tip that I really love, uh, is, I'm kind of calling it best of both worlds. So when you're giving them a food that um, you're, it's new, you're unsure if they're going to like it, always prepare a food that you know they'll like and place it with it that you'd like them to try. So at least you know oh, that yeah. they've got something in their stomach. Yep. Yeah. So it's not about them refusing and then you making something else. It's about going, there's always something on your plate that I know you're going to enjoy. Try. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever that happens to be, 
Um, and don't pressure them. Uh, you'll know that they'll at least eat one and one day they'll maybe experiment with the other. Mm. Um, and then finally, this one is actually really fascinating. I, I should have, it's, it's one of those like obvious ones that you feel like, oh, I should have thought about this before. Um, but it's saying to start small. So for example, start by asking your child to lick a piece of food. Yes. Oh, yeah, I thought that was so interesting. You don't yeah, have to cool. eat it. Give it a try. Just give it a lick. Yeah. I, yeah, I just, I, I kind of felt like that's for some reason monumental. You know what? I can see the both of you idiots laughing. <laughs> You're thinking back to the bag of dicks conversation, <laughs> aren't you? <laughs> talking about picking eaters and then talking about bag of dicks and, and licking things. Carl, get your head out of the gutter. <laughs> I can't help it. I just can't. There is a 14-year-old boy that lives inside my brain. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, oh Yeah, gosh. you know what? I, I saw you guys. Your faces were just going bright red. I knew you were trying not to laugh into your mics. <laughs> And we wouldn't have got and we would have got away with it if it wasn't for you. Yeah, you pointed it out. <laughs> well, it's too funny not to not to acknowledge. When someone you know? says, "Here, just lick it," just it, lick it. it. Yeah, it just, just have brain a goes. just have a lick. It might melt in your mouth. You don't know. You, you don't know until you try. <laughs> you this don't one, have to swallow. Just lick it. Oh, <laughs> this one's dark meat. Uh, <laughs> Oh, God. And we found the level of the podcast. Well, All right. Yeah, right there. <laughs> again? What was that? <laughs> yeah, this one's going to have to be an explicit rating. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, do not oh, listen to In the Car with Children. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> oh, man. Well, look, I think we've got a bunch of really great ideas, um, not just about, you know, what foods that we can, you know, use to entice our our little ones or, or our big ones, um, to, mm -hmm. you know, eat a more balanced diet. But, um, yeah, we've also talked about some really cool strategies to just make mealtime happy time. You yeah. Know? Life's too short. Yeah. I, yeah. Everything. so ladies, just in, in summary, I think we've come up with a, a few really cool ideas, you know, of different foods that we can try, um, as well as some different strategies just to make mealtime that little bit happier, you know, a really positive experience. But at the end of the day, like Barbara was saying, you know, whether you've got a, a small baby that's, you know, eating and drinking milk, um, or if you've got a big kid like Carmel does, who just has not so much picky, but just preferences, that yeah. is best. Full tummies, man. Full tummies. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, let's let's go on to live in life, right? Yeah. Yeah. Let it go. Let it go. Yeah, let it go. Thank you, Anna. Or is it Elsa? <laughs> I don't know. That's one of them. Yeah. Elsa. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. It's Elsa. All right. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. The, 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 one, the one mom with a daughter. She knows. She knows. <laughs> Although I do have excellent footage of my child singing Let It Go as a kid. And oh. I can't wait for his 21st birthday. Oh, anyway. Fantastic. I love it. <laughs> While wearing gumboots. Oh, even better. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> well, look, uh, I think this is a good place to end it. Um, so that's it for this week's pod. Again, thank you guys so much for tuning in. Don't forget to check out our social media feeds on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, as well as subscribing to the podcast for notifications about future episodes. Thanks again, and we'll see everyone next week. Bye. Bye, Bye. guys.